Hi everyone, I'm Matt the Friendly Board Gamer and welcome to my 10 Minute Turdown podcast. In these podcasts I'll spend 10 minutes or less talking about a board or card game, I'll give a brief um, description of the setting or the theme, I'll also go into a brief rules overview and talk about my final thoughts. No waffling, no gimmicks, just straight to the point and discussing games that you want to hear about. So in episode 17 we're going to talk about Sorcerer City. This is a 1-6 to six player um, real-time tile laying game designed by Scott Caputo and published by Druid City Games. You play as a wizard and your job as a wizard is to use your magical powers to rebuild the Sorcerer City every year. You will move city blocks, reshape your district, expand and rebuild the city over the course of 5 years. Gain the most money, influence, magic and prestige. But watch out for the monsters that will turn up at the most inopportune moments to ruin your perfectly laid out city. At the beginning of each round, players will have two minutes to draw tiles from their stack and lay them in their city. Players must lay their tiles in the most efficient way to score the most points in four different categories, which are raw magic, influence, money and prestige. At the end of the two minutes, the players will be able to convert their raw magic into one of the other three categories, influence, money and prestige. Then players will receive prestige and or influence rewards based on who has the most influence. Players will then take it in influence order to purchase tiles from the market, spending their money in the process. Players will also gain prestige, which is effectively victory points in the game. Then at the end of the round, all players will dismantle their city and shuffle their tiles, including any newly purchased tiles and new monster tiles, which are added at the end of each round. This process is repeated for a total of five rounds or five years, with the player earning the most prestige at the end of the fifth round, being crowned the best magical city building wizard. As each round progresses, players will gain and purchase more tiles to add to the stack as well as new monster tiles, so the stack is effectively getting bigger and bigger and more tiles will be added there on subsequent rounds. So that is a very brief rules overview of Sorcerer City, um, I want to get on to my final thoughts, but before I do I want to start off by saying that I will be reviewing uh, the deluxe version of this game and that is the one that I've been playing and reviewing in this podcast. So first off I want to say that the production quality in the deluxe edition is absolutely top notch and the components are amazing, even the insert has little recesses for the two main boards and the real book as well as spaces for all the tiles and the metal coins and all of it just smacks you in the face as a top quality, um, well designed deluxe game. But putting the components aside, what is the gameplay like? Well I've been having an absolute blast with this game. Really good fun, really interesting, some interesting choices and everybody who I've taught it to has also had fun with it as well. At first, in the first round, the game does feel quite sedate. You effectively have two minutes to lay 12 tiles and generally people are finished um, way before them two minutes are up. The real-time aspect in the first round doesn't really seem that important or that critical. There's no real pressure from it, but this is very much a false sense of impression in the game and subsequent rounds the pressure does really rank up. So round two and onwards, when you've got a few more tiles in your stack and monsters to contend with, that's when the pressure starts to build and I absolutely love it. The time pressure of needing to lay your tiles as efficiently as possible whilst racing against the time and against the clock is absolutely wonderful. It results in players making suboptimal moves and cussing themselves for doing it but it also leaves you with that sense of I can do better next time and you try and try again. After the tile laying phase is over the game goes away from the real time aspect and pressure removes and it goes into a little bit more of a slower pace part of the game. So the first decision that players have to do is to decide what they want to convert the raw magic into, whether it's influence, money or prestige. And this is a difficult decision to make. Having the highest influence seems very important, but is it worth it? Or do you need the money to buy additional tiles or is prestige actually better for you at this point in the game? 
The prestige bonuses and the influence rewards make this decision even more critical because whoever has the highest influence will get the first pick of these, the second highest influence, second pick and so on. And especially in the later rounds where the prestige points can be quite high and can literally be a game changing point scoring round. Um, the variety in the tiles that you get to purchase is very good, there's quite a lot of options there. Um, always gives players some interesting choices to make and the tiles themselves are coloured to match the different um, resources if you like in the game the prestige, influence, money and magic um, but some of them also have scoring opportunities, bonuses, abilities um, there are some rainbow tiles which counts as wilds so this decision is not necessarily an easy decision to make um, players can usually um, only buy two tiles but there is a threshold that if you gain enough money that you can buy an additional one um, but if you don't have enough money, then you might only be able to afford one high value tile or two smaller value tiles. So it's weighing up that decision as well at that point. When working out your influence, the two player variant, which sort of simulates a third player, is also quite interesting. So when you compare your influence to determine who's first, you flip a card to determine what the dummy player scores. And then they will score first, second or third, depending on their scores relative to the player scores. And the players know the range that the dummy player will be in, but not the actual value of the influence. So there's a bit of guessing and pushing your luck there as well to determine if you're going to come first, second or third. Converting that raw magic into something else in a two player game is just as critical with that third player dummy player. And it just works really, really well. The art on the tiles is a little bit abstracted. Um, it's basically just matching colours. Um, it's okay, uh, not my favourite, but it's a minor thing and any artwork that would be in there you'd probably just not really pay much attention to anyway when you've got that time pressure trying to lay them tiles. There's a whole host of monsters as well and all of these behave very differently. Um, it is critical that you know what the monsters do and how to play them when they come out because um, that will potentially affect your city and your scoring and, and how you um, get points in the game. But there is a good variety of monsters there. They do all behave quite differently. They have different abilities. You lay out the tiles differently and they all act very differently. It's just a case of making the players aware and reiterating what the monsters do and how they behave when they come out. So to sum up, I think um, Sorcerer City, it comes together in a really nice, beautiful package, but it's got the gameplay to match. The components are amazing, especially the metal coins and how they slot together and stack. Um, but it's important that that gameplay is behind it, and in Sorcerer City, it is. The real-time aspect is fun, and it forces you to play fast and furiously, but not necessarily to your optimum. It forces you to make mistakes, um, but it's such a good, good game. Um, it's great fun, fast pace. Uh, if you like real-time tiling games, then you must check out Sorcerer City. Uh, you'll be sure to love it. So that's it for me. That is my review of Sorcerer City from Druid City Games. Hope you like that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you want to keep up to date with um, me and the Friendly Board Gamer, then check out my Twitter handle, which is at MattThomason2. You can also find my default dice review and final thoughts for Sorcerer City and many other titles over at my blog, which is at thefriendlyboardgamer.wordpress.com. And if you have any feedback, comments, thoughts, suggestions, or just want to chat about a game, drop me an email at thefriendlyboardgamer at gmail.com. And in these very strange times of coronavirus, it goes without saying, but stay safe everyone. Look after your neighbours, look after your friends, and hope to catch you on the next 10 Minute Turn podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye bye.